The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. Victor Homaswana on the line to us from Polokwane this evening, the author of Africa Bounces Back. And of course, he is at the University of Limpopo. You're taking us this evening uh, to Senegal, Victor Homaswana. What's happening in Senegal that we need to be aware of? You know, it's the connection, Bruce. Good evening. The, the, the west coast of, of Africa is a very important, from all the way from Namibia to Angola to Cameroon, Nigeria, right round to Senegal. So they, I think we discussed this a few weeks ago. African Development Bank, the, the biggest, if not among the biggest investors in infrastructure and agriculture. But that line, the railway line, both road and railway line connection between Guinea-Bissau and those countries that are closer to God, Devoir, as you know, they are, these are the producers of cocoa and all those things, but it's a corridor from Dakar in Senegal all the way down to, I could say, Bruce, Congo Brazzaville. So it just gives you an idea. That whole, that whole bite of Benin, the Gulf of Guinea, it's, it's a corridor that's going to be offering hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars as this deal is going to be as, as the African Development Bank. Remember they were in Cote d'Ivoire for the, for the annual conference, investment conference, the African Development Bank. This is all spilling over from that event. Okay, and then uh, interesting moves with Air Seychelles. Air Mauritius, of course, went, I think, into administration. SAA got into business rescue. BA went down. Kalula went down. Lots of airlines got themselves into trouble. And particularly if you've got exotic holiday island destinations, um, your airline's going to struggle when the world can't travel. But the good news is Air Seychelles out of administration. That's got to be good for the holiday season. Yes, I mean, without tourism, the Seychelles, Bruce. That place does not exist. So during COVID, I think it was during COVID that Etihad Airways, the, the there was a whole group with Alec Talia and a lot of other airlines that were a group that had taken up forty forty percent stake in that in that company. Okay, Air Seychelles is not a large airline; it's slightly smaller than Rwanda Air, and they they are just taking the world to Seychelles and the, to chase Seychelles to the world kind of airline, but much, much smaller. But what, this, what happened, because COVID just froze the tourism industry, it was April last year that Etihad said, you know what, let's cut our losses. We don't know how long this COVID lockdown is going to last for. Tourism is not going to happen with it in place. So they, they cut their losses and moved on. But now coming out of business rescue is the direct consequence of the recovery of the tourism industry. And let's hope that Ours will also recover with all the confusion that's over, that's hanging over it. But remember, our airline SAA is in a tie-up with Kenya Airways, which nearly had a strike of a pilot strike last week. So tourism is recovering in general, and that explains why SA shells will be out of business rescue. Good for them, because otherwise they can easily, easily disappear. That small island. Uh, it's slow but steady, but gradually the trickle of news out of Ethiopia just does seem to be picking up a little bit in terms of turning from deeply negative into slightly more positive? Yeah, you know, it's a, you, mean, you mean the tourism industry, Bruce? Oh, well, it, 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 Ethiopia generally, I mean, possible ceasefires, the banking system oh, yes. seems to be coming back, um, things are perking up a little bit. Yes, remember when they signed, they signed it here in South Africa and, and it was the madness in the first place that shouldn't have happened, but you know what, politics during COVID became something else. 
TPLF, Tigray Patriotic Liberation, People's Liberation Front, signing that peace deal. But when they signed, they were saying, hey, humanitarian aid must be able to be allowed. But in the end, Ethiopia is a country of 100 million people. So if you have banking, even though this is just six branches of the bank, it's reopening 61 or so branches all over the country that this commercial bank is going to be able to operate. So it shows just how sovereign risk or political instability is not just about lives being lost, but livelihoods being destroyed. But I'm glad that Ethiopia is seemingly returning to the sanity that I, I respected it for all this time and be able to stabilize this because they are going to stabilize that entire Horn of Africa region and we need that stability that regional stability. Mozambique, of course, all sorts of, uh, of difficulties and trials and tribulations and the difficulties, of course, of um, terrorism moving down the East African coast and we have had terrible attacks and, uh, in, in sort of gas-producing areas, but it, there does seem to be a little bit of hope in terms of a gas shortage in Europe and Mozambique making probably quite a small contribution, but a contribution nevertheless that's beneficial to that country, uh, to yeah. Europe, which is running short. We were wondering if the Ukraine-Russia conflict will be something African countries can capitalize on, and there you go. Cabo Delgado, the region where the, the jihadists were active, and if you recall President Macron coming in because of total energies and the investment that, that, were, that was facing Djokovic, and Rwanda, if you remember, sending a thousand troops before SADC. It's about the stability of the southeastern to the eastern coast of Africa, but that's a good story because Mozambique, if you remember, gas is their stable, and they, they are going to be able to take advantage of that. It's not as large as we, it could be, but you're right. Remember, it's the neighbor of Tanzania, which is another gas producer, and, and therefore that east coast of Africa might just find itself establishing itself in another area of, of, of the economic development. Thank you to Victor Homaswana this evening, the author of Africa Bounces Back. Uh, he's also at the University of Limpopo. Uh, fascinating insights into the world of business, of course, on the African continent. And uh, Victor's been doing this for a long time. He knows his way around.